Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle. Let's get rolling with today's episode. So, your Kansas Jayhawks dominated a football game this past Friday night. It's been a while since when we've been able to say that, Jayhawks fans. It has been a while since Kansas has dominated a football game like that, a 56-10 to win. They even beat the spread that was up to 32.5 points right before kickoff. It was against Tennessee Tech, yes. Yes, it was. They're a weak team from a weak conference. But coming out of the gates and kicking them in the teeth with a 21-0 lead after the first quarter, was very impressive. All three phases of the game looked excellent for the most part. As the game got underway, you saw it from the start. Devin Neal at running back, Jalen Daniels at quarterback. Solid duo. The offensive line, getting out there, pushing guys around. It was great to see. The special teams, there was one hiccup with a fumbled punt, but... They blocked a field goal and ran it back for a touchdown to close out the scoring in the first quarter. It was an incredible job by Kansas all the way around. Like we talked about last week on the podcast, the offensive and defensive line needed to impress, and they did just that. They pushed guys around. The defensive line made it easier for the rest of the defense to make plays. Lonnie Phelps, what more can you say about that guy? The transfer from Miami, Ohio, three sacks in his Jayhawk debut. Incredible. On the offensive side, like I said, they got the ground game going early and often. Touchdowns from three different running backs. Devin Neal, Daniel Hyshaw. You even had Sevian Morrison, the, the transfer from Nebraska, getting in on the action. An incredible job by the Kansas Jayhawks. The fans, fans, I'm giving you guys right now, standing ovation in the studio right now, incredible job by you fans getting out there, packing David Booth Memorial Stadium. David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium. You guys were doing a great job out there, rocking the stadium. The student section filled to the brim. It has been a minute since I've seen the Kansas Jayhawks student section at a football game rocking like you were on last Friday night for that home opener against Tennessee Tech. So fun. It was a loud – when when the blocked field goal return for touchdown happened at the, toward the end of the first quarter, I had not heard Memorial Stadium that loud probably in close to 15 years. That is how incredible you guys were out at the game on Friday night. And you guys need to bring that again at the next home game against Duke. I know there's a couple road games coming up. But your Jayhawks need you guys out at the football stadium every home game this year. You guys are building something special there. Not just with the basketball program that's coming off a national championship. The football team is building something, too. And you guys have that to be proud of right now. Love to see it. Jalen Daniels, the quarterback, 
really impressed. Got a rushing touchdown. Got his first passing touchdown of the season in the second quarter. Gave your Jayhawks a 35-3 to lead going into halftime. We're beating the spread at halftime. Incredible. More of the same in the second half. It was Devin Neal once again. The returning running back star figured he could have a breakout season. He was good last year, but this is the season when you figured he could break out in the Big 12. Compete for the rushing title in the Big 12. That 80-yard run in the third quarter that started the scoring in the third quarter, that was electric. I said that I hadn't heard David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium, that loud in almost 15 years with the blocked field goal. It got even louder when Devin Neal ran that 80-yard touchdown back for a touchdown. It was the play of the game. I know the blocked kicks and return for touchdown, that is, it's all good. That's a fun play to watch. But when you see your running back taking off, juking guys out of their shoes, taking it to the house for an 80-yard touchdown, it's a pretty much, put the game was put away at halftime. But to take a 42-3 to lead in the third quarter, that was it. Everybody in the stadium knew it was over. The rest of the running back crew looked great in the fourth quarter when they really got to take over, when they were sitting Devin Neal, making sure he was going to be healthy heading into the West Virginia game. It was Sean Morrison. I, I thought that Kai Thomas, the transfer from Minnesota, might get a little bit more action, but they were giving it to Shaw and Morrison. They stood out in that fourth quarter. Ended up, I think it was 70 yards or seven carries for 80 yards for Sevion Morrison. What what a game by him. The transfer from Nebraska. Love to see it. Both of those guys got touchdowns too. Hi Sean Morrison. Kai Thomas, you think that he might get more involved in the coming weeks? They have a four-headed monster. The four-headed horseman. That's what I was calling them. You're going to be able to have those guys. You can lean on them. As the season goes along, they won't have the wear and tear maybe like some of the other running backs in the league. Really excited about that running back room. Really excited about it. Even backup quarterback, senior Jason Bean got in on the action in the fourth quarter. Had a really impressive throw, only threw it one time because KU was trying to milk the clock. But looked really impressive in that one pass. One for one, 16 yards. Made an impressive look, throwing it on the run. Looked really solid. He got a running touchdown as well to close out the game. 56-10 win over Tennessee Tech. And not only was the offense spectacular, not only was the special team spectacular, but it was the transfers we've been talking about all offseason. KU led the Big 12 in transfers. 19 new faces in the program. A lot of them on defense. Lonnie Phelps, Miami, Ohio. Talked about him a little bit earlier in the show. Seven tackles, three sacks, four tackles for loss. The athleticism from Lonnie Phelps is something we have not seen on the Kansas defense for a long time. On the first drive, you saw Craig Young, another transfer. This guy from Ohio State, strong and athletic linebacker. He's expected to be a playmaker in the middle of the field. He can run sideline to sideline. He was making plays on the first drive. Big third down stop by Craig Young. Love to see it. 
You've also got your your returning star defensive player, Kenny Logan Jr. He played the part. He looked solid. Had four tackles. Had a kick return. Tennessee Tech was not kicking the ball off very often. They only scored one touchdown. But he looked solid. You know who else looked good? It was another transfer. A transfer from UCF, University of Central Florida. Eric Gilliard. Five tackles. Four solo tackles. Had one tackle for loss. You know what else he did? He got an interception. These are the players that you didn't know about heading into the season, but now they're showing out. They're showing you what the transfer portal can do for a program like Kansas, for a coach like Lance Leipold in his second year with the Jayhawks, being able to turn the program around, being able to get the program back on its footing. That's exactly what they needed. And now they look stronger and faster at every level of the defense. That's something they haven't had in a long time. So after this commercial break, I want to get into the next game. Kansas starts out their season 1-0, 56-10 win over Tennessee Tech, but now it's on to West Virginia. And we're going to get into it coming up after this quick commercial break. Hey, what's up, guys? Pete Mundo, owner of Heartland College Sports. Uh, the wait's over. If you are in Kansas, you know that sports betting is here. It's officially live. It's just in time for the NFL season. Of course, college season has been underway. So here's the deal. If you are a listener of this show, here's what you got to do. You can get $200 in free bets from DraftKings by just betting $5 on anything. It's their way of saying thanks and celebrating with you. And how about this? This week, I mean, the NFL season's getting underway, right? Want some more action? Well, here's what you got to do. Bet on any pro football team of your choice, and you get paid instantly if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code HCS for Heartland College Sports to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code HCS. Gambling problem? Getting help's your best bet. Call 800-522-4700. 21 plus physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. Now the Jayhawks can look forward to their first big test of the season. A road game against a conference opponent in West Virginia. They're going to be traveling to Morgantown for a 5 p.m. kickoff against West Virginia. 5 p.m. Central Time for those of you watching here in Kansas. For those of you in another time zone, you guys can figure it out if you're listening from a long ways away. I know there's Jayhawks fans all over, so I appreciate you listening. But West Virginia coming off a tough loss in the backyard brawl against Pitt. JT Daniels, the new quarterback at West Virginia, looks like he's going to be able to handle the quarterback position just fine for the Mountaineers. But he did throw an interception in the fourth quarter when they needed points. When they when it really mattered, he threw an interception. Pitt got the win, 
because of that interception, many are saying. So that's something to keep an eye on as we go into this game against Virginia Tech. It's going to be a test for the KU secondary, and the Jayhawks' front seven really needs to get some pressure on Daniels to force him to make some mistakes. And it was last year when KU, the last game of the season actually for KU, they had West Virginia at home and they lost to Heartbreaker. They lost 34-28. to The Jayhawks played well. It was a moral victory this season. They're not in the moral victory business, as head coach Lance Leipold has said all offseason. They're not going to take these close losses well this year. So that was a heartbreaker last season in that close game to close. But you know what? Kansas is only a 13.5-point underdog on the road this Saturday against West Virginia. Less than a two-point, two-touchdown dog. 13.5. Now that tells me a couple things. One, Vegas is starting to respect Kansas a little bit. I don't know if it's because of that big week one win against Tennessee Tech or if they saw that they got these 19 transfers in this offseason, if they see that Lance Leipold's building something at Kansas. I'm not sure what it is, but it's been a long time since Kansas has gone on the road in conference play and been less than a two-touchdown dog. We'll see what happens. We'll see if they can get it. We'll see if they can cover the spread. We'll see if they can get the upset. I predicted before the season that they were going to get an upset this week. Will they? We'll see. Jalen Daniels needs to play mistake-free football to give the Jayhawks a chance at the upset. This would be their first time. If they can get the upset, this would be their first time starting 2-0 since 2011 when they beat McNeese State and Northern Illinois in back-to-back games to start that season. It's been 11 years since they've started a season 2-0. The last time the Jayhawks started 1-0 in conference play was 2009 when they beat Iowa State. The last time they won a road opener was also against Iowa State. It was the year before in 2008. So it's been a long time since the Jayhawks have had any sort of road success early in the season. What they need to do to get the win, to get the surprise upset on the road over West Virginia. Here's what they need to do. They need to win the turnover battle. They need to give themselves a fighting chance against the Mountaineers. And it starts with their turn the turnovers. Last year, Jalen Daniels threw two interceptions. He can't do that this year. If he's throwing two interceptions against West Virginia, then KU is not going to be able to get a win. Maybe they could cover the spread Possibly, but if he's throwing two interceptions against West Virginia this year, they're not pulling off the upset. On the flip side, if KU can force some turnovers, get a couple interceptions on JT Daniels, the new quarterback at West Virginia, they can put themselves in a position to get the upset, to start the season 2-0, to get the national pundits talking about Kansas football in a positive light for the first time since Mark Mangino was the head coach at Kansas. And that's not something anybody was expecting going into the season. I, on the other hand, thought that Kansas could win 
four, five, six games potentially this season if the, everything fell in the right place. It all comes down to this team with all the transfers getting on the same page, playing at a high level like we saw in week one, winning the turnover battle, and that's where it starts against West Virginia. Can they do it? You know what? I've been called crazy before. That's fine. You can call me crazy again. I think that the Kansas Jayhawks are going to go into Morgantown, West Virginia, and pull out the upset. They looked solid on both sides of the ball last week, and I think they're going to do that again this week. they got to win the turnover battle. Their offensive line needs to play up to the level of play that they were playing against Tennessee Tech against a stronger opponent. West Virginia was averaging, showing on their defense that they're tough against the run. Last week against Pitt, they they allowed less than two yards per carry against Pitt. This is a tough test for Kansas and their offensive line. The good thing for Kansas, they still have four of their five starters from last year's offensive line right there in the mix. They have three transfer offensive linemen who can get in the mix as well. They've got a couple swing tackles. They can play all over the line. They love the flexibility there on the offensive line with those transfers. They can come off the bench if they need somebody to get a rest. If somebody gets hurt, they're covered. And that offensive line needs to open the holes for that running back room. The four-headed running back, you've got Devin Neal, Kai Thomas, Sevion Morrison, and Daniel Hyshaw. That running back room, I'd venture to say the best running back room in the Big 12. And they could prove me right by saying that by coming out and having a solid performance against a very good West Virginia defensive front. And it all starts out with the offensive line being able to get a push so that these running backs can get some room to run. Give Jalen Daniels some time on those play-action plays. Give Jalen Daniels some time on those rollouts where he could choose to either run or pass the ball. It's going to be fun. I think... KU can pull off the upset, and I'm going to predict it right now. Kansas is going to win it 27-24. to Kansas with the upset over West Virginia. You heard it here first. They're going to be going 2-0 for the first time since 2011, 1-0 in conference play for the first time since 2009, road opener win for the first time since 2008. It's all happening this weekend in Morgantown, West Virginia, your Kansas Jayhawks are going to be riding on a high after week two. So I think that about does it for today's episode. You can always get at me on Twitter. Let me know what's going on at Jayhawker Talker. We can keep the conversation going there. Also, my personal Twitter at Mark the Overseer. It's always a good time on there. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Check out my latest article up there at heartlandcollegesports.com. Everybody else has a lot of good stuff going up there as well every day. So until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.